Welcome to the Mind Your Body Podcast, episode number 24. This is your host, Jacob Andre, and today I am talking about the blood type diet. So if you want to know what foods to eat for your blood type, stay tuned. Hi, I'm Jacob Andre, and for over a decade, I've trained everyone from children to elite athletes to move better, feel better, and perform better. While a thorough understanding of fitness and nutrition is vital, underpinning that is mindset. And I've come to discover just how important it is. I've worked with literally thousands of people. And more often than not, it's the ones who win the mind game who succeed in the big game. So, how do they do it? This is the Mind Your Body Podcast. Are we designed to eat certain foods based on our blood type? Could eating food based on your blood type actually help you to reduce your body fat percentage? Well, Peter J. D'Amo believes so. He's a naturopath who created the diet. Welcome to the Mind Your Body podcast. My name is Jacob Andre and I'm talking about the blood type diet today. My partner Holly and I, along with our kids, primarily eat the same foods, just like any normal family. But a growing field in nutritional genomics, also known as nutrigenomics, is challenging that simple approach to feeding our family and your family. The latest scientific research suggests that the intricate interplay between DNA and diet may have a powerful influence on why I can't eat the pasta we all love and why our son Jax will sniff out sugar like a bloodhound. The blood type diet evolved out of scientific studies into genetics. The terms food is medicine and food is information are becoming popularized by people like celebrity chef Pete Evans and functional medicine doctor Dr. Mark Hyman. Where they're coming from is that scientists now know that food influences your genes. Food is actually capable of switching certain genes on or off and that variations in our genes determine how well our bodies metabolize those foods. So the first thing you need to do is know what your blood type is. Now if you're lucky you can ask your mother or father what it is and they will know. Otherwise you'll need to go and get a blood test and find out what your blood type is. That's the first step. From there you need to order a kit online and I found that these were typically from about $30 up. And then by taking a finger prick sample, you send that sample off to a lab to identify a series of biomarkers. These biomarkers will determine how your body breaks down and metabolizes foods. Now for the four blood types, I've actually given them each a name. Please note that Peter D'Amo does not refer to the diet for each blood type in this way. I've just labeled them like this, for example, the gluten-free diet, because it's easier for me to remember and I think hopefully it will help you to recognize and sort of classify or categorize each type of diet for each blood type. So the first one is type O. Now it's important to recognize here actually that this blood type diet doesn't discriminate between positive or negative. So if you're one or the other, it doesn't matter. It's just blood type O, A, B, and AB. So typos, I've labeled them as, the, or this type of diet for them as the high protein diet. Because according to Damo, typos ancestors were aggressive predators and therefore modern day typos are prone to anger, impulsiveness and hyperactivity when under stress. They are also predisposed to ulcers and thyroid problems. For this reason, typos should focus on eating more lean meat, poultry, fish and some vegetables and limit or avoid grains, beans and dairy. Interestingly, they should also avoid certain vegetables such as cabbage, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, alfalfa sprouts, shiitake mushrooms, fermented olives, eggplant, potatoes, and corn. The vegetables that are beneficial include kale, collard greens, broccoli, romaine lettuce, and spinach. Type A. 
Now, I've labeled this as the vegetarian diet because looking at what they can eat, it's typically a lot of fruit and vegetables. Type A's have a sensitive immune system. Therefore, type A's should eat a mostly vegetarian diet, high in vegetables, fruits, legumes, beans, and whole grains. Meat is not off limits, but it should make up only a small part of the diet. Eggs and dairy should also be limited. Moving on to type B's, this is what I've labelled as the gluten-free diet based on the fact that obviously they're not having too much wheat. According to Damo, type B's ancestors were traditionally nomads. As a result, they should eat a more varied diet than the other blood types. Type B should eat essentially a paleo diet of meat, green vegetables and eggs with some dairy. They should avoid wheat, corn, lentils, peanuts and tomatoes. In addition, Damo claims type B should avoid chicken because it contains lectin. Now, lectin protects a plant against predators, for example, microorganisms, pests, insects, and even us, because it the cell within the plant actually has this protective layer around it, which isn't easy for us to digest, as well as pests and insects. And that is the plant's protective organism. So the way it works is you swallow it, you can't digest it, it can't be absorbed into your bloodstream, you then excrete it out through your feces and then if we were living a nomadic lifestyle and you were traveling from place to place, inside your feces, wherever you were to lay that, that uh, cell would then be able to go and continue living on it, would pass that plant on and allow that plant to survive and continue to thrive in different environments. So it would be, it would, that's how it would spread to a new place rather than just dropping its seeds around its base. The next one is type AB. And this is what I've labeled as the seafood diet. Type ABs have low stomach acid, so according to Damo, it is important to focus on foods such as seafood, dairy, and green vegetables. Due to this low stomach acid, they should be wary, if not avoid, caffeine, alcohol, and cured or smoked meat. So, in summary, the idea that we are prone to digest certain foods better than others is an interesting concept that I believe will grow as the field of nutrigenomics grows. For now though, it's important to note that the blood type diet is not supported by scientific evidence. I find it really intriguing to look into the blood type diet and I feel like there's probably some basis which is more anecdotal for support of it. But Unfortunately, there hasn't been enough scientific evidence to support it. So hopefully there's some scientists and doctors out there that one day want to go and do some more research, and I'm sure there's plenty going on right now, but I'd love to see some scientific evidence to either support or refute the blood type diet. My final thought. When I look at all of the foods that each blood type can and cannot eat, fundamentally, each one recommends eating more vegetables and less processed foods. There's no secret or surprise there that we should be eating much, much more vegetables and we should be limiting our processed foods. And essentially, that's what all four of the blood types suggest. Although with some of them, you are suggested that you eat less of certain vegetables and more of other vegetables or you avoid meat or whatever, I find it really intriguing that at the end of the day, it comes down to eating more vegetables and not surprisingly. Even the type A diet where many vegetables are not recommended, there are also many vegetables that are recommended. It's just more important for the blood, for the type A's of which ones to choose. So, if you'd like to do some more research and find out more about the blood type diet, you can get a copy of Peter Damo's book. It's called Eat Right for Your Type, and you can find that at dadamo.com. That's D-A-D-A-M-O.com. So, I'm going to leave you with this question. 
Have you tried the blood type diet? If so, what was your experience? I personally haven't tried the blood type diet, but I would like to look into it a bit more. I'm doing other things at the moment, which I'm trialing. For example, the intermittent fasting, and over the next couple of weeks, I'll be talking about different diets. So the Mediterranean diet is coming up, the paleo diet, the keto diet, as well as next week, the DNA diet. If you have tried it, however, I would really like to know your experiences. And if you haven't, and you know what your blood type is, what stands out to you for your blood type? So for what was suggested to eat or not eat, what really stands out to you? Is there anything there that you think to yourself, yeah, geez, I know that I don't respond well to that. Maybe there is something to this blood type diet. So please leave your questions and comments in the discussion section below this post on the website at jacobandre.com. And I look forward to engaging in conversation with you there. And as always, I'll be over on Facebook at Jacob T. Andre commenting and providing a little bit more input into this topic. And on Sundays, I'll be doing a Facebook Live where you can do a live question and answer with me on this topic. So thank you for joining me on this episode of the Mind Your Body podcast, and I'll see you next week. Are you frustrated that no matter how much you try, no matter how good you plan to eat, no matter how much you intend to exercise, you just can't seem to stay on track with your health and fitness goals? Do you feel like your best of intentions to have more energy and feel better about yourself results in having even less energy and feeling down? What if there was something you were missing? What if eating healthy was actually enjoyable? What if you looked forward to exercise? What if moving more could actually be really easy? I've put together a free ebook just for you, detailing the strategies for having more energy and feeling better about yourself. And I want to give it to you absolutely free. To get instant access absolutely free, simply visit jacobandre.com. That's J-A-C-O-B. A-N-D-R-E-A-E dot com.